Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a, a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit mortonbuildings.com and start your construction process with superior materials craftsmanship best in class warranty morton buildings are made to last for generations at morton the difference is in the details from their cutting edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field they are dedicated to surpassing expectations their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years and morton buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. It is Wednesday, October 25th, and you're listening to the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. The Ravens are gearing up for Sunday's game against the Arizona Cardinals, and head coach John Harbaugh talked with the media today after practice. Okay, good seeing everybody. Appreciate everybody being here. Beautiful day. I guess we're getting ready for Arizona weather. How about that? Uh, but guys have been uh, good, locked in, and focused, and we're trying to prepare for Sunday's game. What questions you have? John, we didn't see a rope point out there or anything? Uh, anything no, he just wasn't out there. I'm not commenting on any of that really at this point in time, but the injury report will be coming out. Four o'clock. I guess that's it. John, do you spend any time this week with Eric dealing with the pending trade deadline, or is that out of your mind? No, no. We'll be, we'll be all, we all have conversations about everything that uh, can happen, and uh, we'll talk about all those things. John, the, um, you know, the offense obviously had a, a big week last week. Just curious, seven games in now, thoughts on, on Todd and, and the scheme and what's impressed you and stood out specifically. I know you got the game ball. Yeah, I mean, it's just like the overarching themes, the big picture, you know, uh, I don't know, evaluations, that's for another time. You know, we're just locked in and trying to be the best team we can be this week against in this game. That's what you have to do. You can't be thinking that way. So I can answer the question and just tell you something that's just kind of off the top of my head, but it wouldn't have any meaning, you know. We had a good game last week. We got to have the best game we can have this week against a diff- completely different defense, completely different situation. We're on the road. All those things change. So, hope, you know, that's, that'll be our goal, our mission. Just keep trying to have a good game from week to week and overarchingly continue to improve and get better at all the little things you do. Because if you don't improve, then it, you get you. You know, you got to keep improving. So that's really the, that's the one theme that I could probably share that, that it would be in our minds as coaches and players right now. Improvement for those steps are going into. Oh, there's about a hundred of them. You know, we don't really have time to go through all of them right now. But I appreciate you asking. I know you're. You talked about how you were involved in Lamar's running and passing generally, but you guys have gotten off to some really good starts. How involved are you as far as 
the scripting of the play? Are you, I mean, you know, the input and, and uh, everything that goes into that. I think we've done a good job scripting plays, you know, and, you know, we've done a good job with starting games, obviously, because we've executed well coming out. It's been a big plus for us. I mean, obviously, you don't want to start behind the eight ball. You want to start with the lead. You want to get the lead. You want to extend the lead uh, as much as you can. You want, you want to create a good field position early. We've had games where we haven't had that. You know, and that's uh, that becomes a challenge for you. You know, it's it's hard to get jump started when you're backed up. So there's a lot of factors that go into that, and you do the best you can with it every week. John, uh, I know Arizona is a one-win team, but they've had some hard-fought games this year. When you watch them, what what do you see on field? Yeah, I mean, I see a really a really tough team. I mean, they got a lot of great players, and uh, they're 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 uh, they're building in their new offense and defensive systems. Uh, they play super hard, both sides of the ball. They're very physical. Uh, I just think it's a it's a young team. You got guys like Buda Baker over there. I mean, you know, that's one of the best players in the National Football League. Uh, they're they're they're, uh, they're impressive with what they're trying to get done. They've been in a lot of close games. Uh, they've been in games, you know, in the fourth quarter. They were one score or less games, or they had to lead, you know, uh, and then didn't finish, you know. So I'm sure that's what they're talking about: is get the game, you know, you know, play play hard, get the game to the fourth quarter, and try to find a way to finish the game. You know, that's that's what any team would be talking about right now, and I'm sure that's what they're talking about. You guys are comfortable with uh, Holly Mar Marquise Brown, uh, with him being out here. What have you seen from him since his time in Arizona? Anything different in his game from maybe when you guys had him here? Yeah, I mean, you kind of look at him more from a uh, standpoint of an opponent receiver at this point. I mean, he's, he looks good. You know, I mean, obviously, we've always respected him as a player. We love him as a person. Uh, Marquise, a great guy, uh, and he uh, looks good out there. He's 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 their number one target threat. Uh, for sure, crossing routes, shallow routes, go routes, over routes. I mean, those are things that are just uh, his in his wheelhouse, you know, catch and run on the run guy. So uh, we'll have a hands full. It'll definitely be a guy that we're going to know his number out there. You mentioned the other day um, going out early, which I guess you guys typically do for those West Coast games, um, you know, day early. Is, is that something, um, you know, you figured out at some point just in terms of getting guys adjusted? Or what, what's the thought process that is behind it? Try to adjust to the time a little bit. Uh, we've been doing that since uh, since 1998, so it's worked. Um, and it's it's been good, and really don't see a, an argument to, to go out the day before going west. But that, so that's why. Uh, Kyle Van Noy, what has he meant uh, to your defense, and, and have you noticed Kyle becoming more comfortable? with the defensive scheme and, and just being out there on game day over the last couple of weeks because his, his numbers show it. I think he's playing great. You know, I mean, he came in, he wasn't in training camp anywhere, so there's probably an element of getting in football shape. I think he's definitely uh, working in the football shape there. He's, he's, uh, he was really strong at the end of the game this last week and uh, playing great football. John, rookie receivers so often take a longer time to get activated, trying to find a way to the NFL, but Zay from day one has really just seemed to be ready to go. He's very comfortable from the beginning. Why do you think he's been so good at being ready immediately? Well, I mean, he's probably just a really great player, you know, and uh, that's why we drafted him where we did, you know. And uh, But, hey, listen, I mean, it's it's almost the middle of the season. He's got a challenge in front of him. I don't think he's looking back, you know, to, to say, to answer that question. I think he's looking forward to try to have the best game that he can have on Sunday and help us win the game. John, uh, I think Nick Zay talked about his teams have win rat poison when they're doing really, really well. What's that? Uh, Nick Saban talks about his teams have win rat poison when they're doing really, really Avoiding well. Avoiding rat poison? Yeah. I mean, is, is there any kind of talk with, you, with your guys after a big win like Sundays? We talk to him along those lines. I mean, that's something we talk about for sure. I don't really have a clever 
A clever rat poison comment. I'll try to think of one next time. That was head coach John Harbaugh. We also heard from quarterback Lamar Jackson. That's what it's come down to. You know, as long as you win it, that's when you get all the praise and stuff like that. But once you lose or things don't look right, so that's when the praise and stuff turns into something else. So I'm just focusing on winning. We'll go from there. Lamar, you had the, that win in Cincinnati followed by lost in Indianapolis, the win in Cleveland followed by struggles with Pittsburgh. What do you think um, so far has prevented this team from finding the week-to-week consistency where you guys are able to kind of put forth consistent effort every week? You didn't say we won in London. And then we won, again, and then we came back and won again. You didn't say that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I believe we're going in the right direction right now. If anything, just need to keep going. Like I said, keep being consistent. Do you, do you believe in the idea of a trap game or a letdown game or whatever you want to call it after you've had a, a big win, you know, and then you play a team that you're expected to beat? I mean, do you have to fight that at all? Or? I believe you have a trap game or something like that when you've been complacent and, or thinking the team is, okay, yeah, we, we just beat this team 30-something to six. So... We're not worried about this team. I, I believe that's when that stuff pops into your brain. But I don't believe our guys like that. You know, we know it's any given Sunday. It's the NFL. You know, anybody can be beaten. So we're just going to go in there, go out there to Arizona, and fight our butt off. You guys had a lot more success last game with the deep passing game. Eight passes for 20 yards or more. What, what was the biggest key to that? And, and how do you guys keep that going? Preparation. Um, everybody doing their assignments full speed. Uh, I don't know, guys was, everybody was alive, you know, all of us was alive, was on the same accord. That's what it needs to be, every game. Lamar, what is it about Zay beyond his athleticism that's clear to everybody that you feel like has allowed him to get off to such a fast start? Man, he's explosive. Um, he wants to be great. You know, he, he's willing to learn. He's doing everything full speed, and that's what you need to do in the league. Run everything full speed, make everything look the same, and it'll be hard for guys to cover you. Lamar, what do you make of being the AFC Offensive Player of the Week as a quarterback? Is that something that you look at week in and week out? I'm trying to win week in and week out. Uh, if that happened, <laughs> <laughs> Snoop tripping, bro. Uh, <laughs> nah, uh, no, but I'm just trying to focus on winning. Like I said, week in week out. Uh, when stuff like that happens, I feel like that's a team award. You know, without those guys, I won't be the AFC Player of the Week. So, test out to my teammates. Guys have said it's only one ball out there. Mm-hmm. I feel like you've got a bunch of guys who can make plays. Do you talk to guys like Isaiah Likely, Duvernay, that really haven't been involved much offensively in terms of getting the ball and try, you know, assure them that look, your time's coming and uh, you know I'm gonna get you the ball. Absolutely. Uh, gotta keep my guys head in the game, you know, because they used to making plays for us. So just letting them know, you know, it's your time, like you said, your time's gonna come, opportunity's gonna gonna happen. Just make the most of it when your time comes, that's all. And Lauren, when uh, you mentioned you're happy for Marquise, where he is, how he's doing, when you're close to a teammate and he makes a business decision, he wanted to be elsewhere. How do you, how do you see that? How do you describe that to people who wonder how that happens? I mean, that, that's his decision. You know, he got to feed his family at the end of the day, and he believes it's the right decision for him. That's that's on him. It's not on me. It's not my decision to make. You know, he would have still be, been here if it was up to me. <laughs> After a game like Sunday, what is kind of a film study exception like with, with the coach team? And did you play pretty well, didn't make a whole lot of mistakes. I mean, what is the kind of takeaways from after you go through the film? Um, pretty much critiquing me for the, for the things I did wrong or 
stuff like that, which I do to myself anyways. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty cool with that. You know, it's not really no praise or anything like that in the meeting rooms. It's how you can get better, you know, from the film and then from the past game and on to the next. Pretty much. Lamar, uh, on Monday, Harms gave you guys a lot of credit for being able to uh, be successful when the first play doesn't work, Think like that Nelson Aguilar play where you're extending the play. Is that, is that something that you really focus on as well, kind of uh, not just extending the play, but making something happen when the, the original play breaks down? To be honest, Cordell, I try to focus on everything. Um, but, yeah, like you said, you know, when things – don't don't work out, you know. Just try to go to the next prog progression, you know. Go scramble drill because we actually work on scramble drill. But go scramble drill. Hope the guys get open, you know, and try to make a play because we always trying to score. We always trying to keep the go, um, keep the ball rolling. So. Such a great command of the offense, you know, just at the line of scrimmage and, and kind of throughout, you know, the passing game. What has allowed that to be the case? Watching film, uh, just being locked in, uh, but it starts in practice. Um, practicing, trying to command the offense and practice, and it made the transition for the game easier. That was quarterback Lamar Jackson. He is really focused on setting the tone this week as the Ravens know they cannot get complacent after a big win on Sunday against the Detroit Lions. Today, we also heard from veteran linebacker Kyle Van Noy. He joined the team earlier this year, and he clearly is flourishing here in Baltimore. So what do you think has made this adjustment? It seems like there has been no transition for you into this defense. Why do you think that it's been such a great transition for you? I think it'll start from me uh, when I wasn't on a team. It started then when I was working out by myself in my backyard uh, with my son watching and uh, putting in the work when nobody was watching and then just being ready for that opportunity when it came and the Ravens happen to be the team and it's been a great marriage so far and you know just trying to be the best teammate um, and the best pro I can be and uh, my coaches have done a great job of putting me in places to succeed and then that tied into with my work ethic in the off season and when no one was looking um, has set the tone. You must the culture in the locker room that makes it easy Yeah, the culture has been set, I think, before any of the players that are here now. Uh, that's been set a long time ago, uh, especially on defense with the standard. So me coming in and um, not only having a high standard for myself, but a standard that's already been set, it's been pretty kind of easy to jump in because it's like they've done something well for uh, multiple years, a long, um, like, decades now. Uh, so for me, it's just kind of being the best pro I can be, uh, play hard and make plays. And I've done that my whole career and just trying to uh, continue to do that for the Ravens and for my teammates. Imagine you must have thought that coming in, you would, it would be, you knew what you were getting into. Like you said, you had that idea that this has been here for decades defensively at standard, but it seems like it's been even better. Is it even better than what you thought as far as being even easier than maybe what you thought it might be from when you got here? I think playing the NFL is never easy, <laughs> um, but it, if we're making it look easy, I guess that's good. Um, I mean, it goes back to the work ethic that goes out on the practice facility and um, 
how guys take care of their bodies and how they approach the game and the coaches and the game plan. So it's all tied in hand and we've been doing a really good job and we only need to increase that urgency and continue to build on what we have. Wow, that's impressive. Sorry. I just, thank you for all the questions. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Played on teams with a lot of great quarterbacks. Just, I know you haven't been here for long, but how would you describe the level that Lamar is playing at right now? Got to say, he's playing at an MVP level, and you know, I think they take a lot of pride in protecting Lamar and um, just how Lamar approaches the game. It starts at practice for him, and the way he holds himself to a high standard and then everybody else um, wants to be at that standard as well. He makes practices competitive and uh, it's really fun to be um, on the opposite side talking trash against them and competing with them and just trying to make each other better. But it's been awesome to see what he's doing on Sundays right now and it's a testament to who he is as a person and a player. He's really taken um, the quarterback into that next level that everybody wants to see. And I think he knows he can even bring another um, another level um, just the way he is as a person and a, as a player. You know, he knows there's another level and I'm excited to sit and watch that next level too and not have to go against it. You were along describing, seen, say that one more time, sorry. sorry. Along those lines, you've seen a, a lot of great offenses that, that, you know, for, you've been a part of and, and just in the league. What's it like going against this offense um, in particular? Because not to compare it to others, but how would you sort of describe what it's like to go against them in practice? I mean, I can't really compare it because every offense is different. And when you have a quarterback like that, it's he's one of one. I don't think there hasn't been many like him ever to play the game. So it's hard to compare it. It's just, you know, what he's doing and how he's progressed in his passing game approach has um, been really, really awesome to see and awesome for him to grow. He's always known he's had that, and um, I think it's awesome to see it on display. Uh, you were talking about the motivation um, it took to kind of keep working out when nobody's watching your backyard with your son, who I'm sure is a great coach. Um, <laughs> yeah. What keeps that fire burning at that time when no one's calling and you're just working out on your own? That's a good question. Um, honestly, I think it's just me as who I am. I'm, I haven't been satisfied um, all the way. There's been some seasons that have gone well, some seasons that have been um, not so well um, for me. And I just feel like I have a lot more in the tank. I feel like I'm in my prime. I know this is a, what everyone says, a young man's league, but I believe it's also an experienced man league. Um, I fall in line on that experience, and I hope to continue to develop as a player and help my teammates and then just win games. I mean, that's one thing about me is I, I win games. I win more than I lose, and I hope to continue that streak. Kyle, John was saying he was very impressed with you as a player when you were on the other teams that when they faced them. What do you remember of him, or what was your impression of him as a coach then? And who in this building maybe did you talk to leading up to your signing here? Yeah, thanks, John. Um, <laughs> you guys can laugh. It's okay. Um, I think what what stood out to me the most was the power and 
the the uh, sorry I'm thinking of the word just empowering his players um, you know one thing that goes back to me is a fourth down call I don't remember what game but Lamar's like we're going for it and he trusted Lamar and Lamar ended up picking it, that up and that's something that I've always admired is he's trusts his his players um, he trusts the heartbeat of the team and uh, he really knows how to push guys uh, exactly at the right moment. So I've always admired that. And just him and his personality, I mean, he is excited every day about football. And I love football. And so um, if you love football, you love that attitude of somebody that wakes up and eats, breathes, sleeps football. It's exciting and it's fun to be around. Kyle, you, one more you've, you've played for a number of great defensive coaches over the course of your career. What stands out about Mike McDonald and maybe this defense that is a little more unique, a little more special? His attitude, just his attitude to never be satisfied, but at the same time, giving credit when it's due. Um, and I say that like, you know, sometimes things happen, right? And he takes ownership if it's him. And then he gives it like, you need to take ownership in this. So just his way of uh, pushing players to be better, uh, just his attitude and approach to the game. He really loves football and he really loves his players, man. Um, that's something I've noticed. He may not show it with his stoic face on the sideline during a game, but really deep inside he's really rooting for all the guys to play well and um, I think he does a really good job with the staff too he empowers this staff to really be themselves uh, really communicate well with the players and get on the same page that was Kyle Van Noy talking about joining this team also if you want more from Kyle check out his appearance on the lounge podcast feed wherever you get your podcast also on YouTube that episode is dropping Thursday morning. Today, we also had a chance to hear from wide receiver Zay Flowers. So Zay, I'm sure all this week, you know, people are going to be talking about how you, you routed the, the Lions and now you go face a one-win team in Arizona. How do you go as a team not to overlook a team after you've done so well previous week? I mean, I feel like we got the same mentality every week. You go win a game because in this league, everybody can beat everybody. So. We just got to prepare like we did the week, like the weeks before, and try to go get a win. Along those lines, how does Lamar kind of set the tone in that regard? Um, just coming out and leading and having everybody ready for practice by telling us what he need during practice and what what he see and how to run a route and how to do this. So, just basically him doing what he do best, leading and taking over. The numbers you're putting up, you know, you're on pace. Jamar Chase, you know, is the only other guy to put 50 scrimmage yards up in his first seven games. Did you expect this kind of fast start? What, what were your expectations coming in? Um, honestly, it was just to go out, do my job, and get wins, and just do my part when the ball come to me and try to do what I do best, and that's run after the catch or get open, create separation, and play from there and go from there. Going off of that, does it feel like you're doing something crazy historically, or does it feel like you still have so much more to show? Um, no, nah, I don't really feel like it, honestly. I feel like I got a lot more, like, I feel like I can do a lot more and try to get more, either more yards or try to help it any way that I can. So it feel like I'm just, I'm just playing right now and I'm out there. You're playing with someone like Lamar who's extending plays, keeping plays going as long as he's able to. How, 
beneficial is that to receivers, and how tough is it for defensive backs um, to stay with you guys? So it may it made defensive backs have to cover you two times basically, and you got two chances to make you know, get separation and get the ball. So we had a we had a lot of scramble drills this year that we was able to catch touchdowns or just get a deep ball going, and that helped the, um, that helped get the team going. So just having him do that is very important. Uh, now nah, I'm gonna just let that one come to me. I ain't really entered for it. So whoever get it, I go celebrate with them, and I just wait for my. Curious, what you, you had an impression, obviously, of what Lamar was before you got here, and you had obviously training camp all that. And now you've had seven games. How has that changed, and, and, and what has kind of stood out to you in that process? I guess. Um. I mean, just what he do, honestly, like just being out there, seeing him play is different on television because you see, you just see stuff. But when you actually out there with him and you see the stuff that he do, like it's, it's super impressive. And even in times you don't like, seem like you don't have a chance to win with him on the field, you always got a chance to win. And the game never get out of hand with him. I think you mentioned early in the season that the scheme was a lot, you know, reminded you a lot of college, a lot of spread formation stuff, things like that. Um, how have you sort of, uh, where do you feel like you're at in your learning process and knowing the scheme and, and being able to have an impact? And so uh, I think I'm doing a pretty good job with learning the scheme and running around and know what I'm doing. It just, it, we, we add a lot of new stuff, so every week I just got to be on top of it with detailed execution and just go out and do it. Did you see it come together like it did a week ago? Does it feel like that is a launching point or is it that kind of showed like a ceiling of how good you guys can be, you know, four straight touchdowns to start the game? Or? Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's the ceiling. I think we could do more. I think that was just a start of what everybody, like you get a little taste of it. That was just a little taste, I think. I know there's some veteran guys like Nelson Aguilar, OBJ have been mentoring you in some ways. Is there something that they've taught you specifically that you feel like you've utilized so far this season? I'll say more off the field. It's more taking care of my body. Like every Friday, like I go at um, Nelly and O and take care of, like get treatment. And we do like little things for our body to get prepared for the game. So that's probably the biggest part, just staying healthy. That was rookie wide receiver Zay Flowers. In the locker room after practice, we also heard from veteran offensive lineman Morgan Moses. It feels like we saw a whole lot new last week, but almost like there's like there's just so much more that is yet to come. How much of this offense has seen? How much more potential is there? Um, I think you know, just you know, week after week, man, we're just correcting things, fixing things, fine-tuning things. You know. I mean, I think if you ask anybody um, around in the building last week, the last couple of weeks, man, we've put together some really good practices on Wednesday and Thursday. Um, and, you know, that's when a lot of the meat, meat and potatoes of the install is coming in. So to be able to take the, what we learned from the classroom and go ahead and execute it on the field. And obviously, man, we go against the top defense every day in practice. So that always helps as well. So um, guys are flying around, man. Guys are running full speed. Um, the receivers look great, and it's just a, about taking those steps and moving forward. Do you feel like there's a lot more to give, though, like we just pretend the potential of the offense? Because I heard a lot of people say this week, oh, well, we've seen the ceiling for what this offense could be, or is there a different level? I mean, I don't think it's a ceiling, man. I think, you know, when you have the mindset, especially a, a growth mindset to, to get better just at the little things every, every day, um, that just opened up opportunity. You know, I think, you know, you ask a lot of guys in the office, man, I feel we feel like we, lost, we left a lot of things out there, you know. Um, I'm on the field, and um, you know, obviously, you know, we want to be able to get that turnover back in the red zone, which is which is points. But um, there's things that we can always come back to and, and get better at. And I think to have a team that's willing to do that and come in and correct those things, even when you get a big win like that, 
um, you know, it's, it's, it just shows the growth in the mindset that we have. For alignment, does, you have to have the mindset the way Lamar can extend plays. Like, I got to keep blocking no matter what because this thing might just keep going and going and going. I mean, it's a, he's electrifying, right? So, um, you know, nobody else in this league is doing what he's doing. Um, credit to him, man. But it's always, uh, you know, whatever, whatever is considered a dead play is never dead with him back there, right? So, um, you know, he's a playmaker. He's phenomenal with the ball. Um, and with the with the, the the amount of skill play, players that we have, you know, you look across the board at the receivers. Um, everybody's hitting. He's spreading the ball out to everybody. So when you get the opportunity to do that in the office, man, you see the offense start taking off. Along this line, you know, Lamar said after the game, happy with the performance, but. The key is to be consistent with that every single week. How, do, how does he kind of set the tone for avoiding any kind of complacency or any sort of celebration after you know, one game? I mean, that's the thing, right? Because like we we seen it, right? We seen it where we looked really good, and we seen it where we come back next week and we we shoot our foot ourselves in the foot in, in in the red zone, um, and just to be able to you know complement those things and go out through the week and you know be able to go. I think it was five for six in the red zone this past week. Um, it shows growth, but right, you don't want to have the step back either. So um, we got to continue chasing those those imperfections to make them perfect. And um, you know, Lamar as a leader, as a guy that touches the ball every every play in the, in our offense, um, he sets the tone for that. So um, we have to be great at all cylinders, and we got to chase that. So how do you avoid uh, the trap game? Um, you know, I, you know, it, it's funny you say trap game because um, you know, if you play in the NFL this long, or anybody that's played in the NFL, you realize that. That's why everybody watches the games on Sunday, right? Because it doesn't matter what the record is, it doesn't matter what the score, the score predictions are. At the end of the day, you got to line up between the lines and play that game. Now, you know, a couple weeks ago you're in London. Now you're in Arizona. Any, is there anything real to travel fatigue? Um, you know, we just try to put our head down and just, you know, and just go. You know, these are the cards we're dealt with, and you know, for us to complain about it, what does it do for us? So we're just focused on the things that we can control and just move forward with that. That was veteran offensive lineman Morgan Moses. You're listening to the Ravens Press Pass podcast. Make sure you leave a rating and a review and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again tomorrow. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit mortonbuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today.